Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox. Today, we discuss energy how it is distributed, how we use it to benefit other people, and how that leaves us exhausted and depleted. I thought this was a great topic because it is a practice that I've incorporated since the start of my healing journey. But before we dive into the episode, I would appreciate it if you could take a moment to like, follow, and subscribe to my channel at Charlie's Toolbox on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. It's a simple and free way to show your support for me and my content. Plus, your engagement will also help my content reach more women who can benefit from the liberation it provides. So thank you guys once again, and please don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. So let's get started. Our childhood always finds a way to show up in our adult lives. And when we discuss how we distribute our energy, this is no different. When we grow up in households where our parents require tending to, we learn early on that our energy is not our own. We spend our energy trying to predict others' actions to avoid upsetting them. We use our energy to make them happy, love us, or treat us well when they are mad. We try to recognize the patterns, interpret changes in mood, and adapt accordingly. So it's no surprising that this behavior that we started in childhood carries over into adulthood. And we continue to invest a significant amount of energy trying to anticipate the actions of others to protect ourselves. And this is especially true when our parents are unpredictable and their love is conditional. Unfortunately, this framework for living and safety is one where you won't ever get the chance to think about yourself or even experience life because you will spend most of your time thinking about how to keep yourself safe and be on people's good side. You already know how it feels to be on someone's bad side and you will always use your energy to avoid the pain you once felt with your parents. This energetic hole where you are living while simultaneously predicting and adapting to others' feelings and behavior, is one that needs to be cleaned up. It's one of the reasons why you are tired, why you are so anxious and fearful, and it's hindering your growth. So let's discover some ideas together, some thoughts and phrases that will help you call back that resource to you. The first step to patching up this energetic hole, this energetic hole where you are, where it's your energy is seeping and you're constantly giving to others and you're depleting yourself. The first step to patching up that hole is always therapy. Therapy helps you understand your childhood. It helps you process it. It helps you feel less guilty about retracting your energy 
It helps you feel empowered when you give it to yourself and you need someone to walk you through this process. The second step is to internalize the thought that you are responsible for only yourself. Your childhood, of course, made you think that it's your responsibility to take care of everyone and you carry that around. It's time to replace those thoughts with something else. So internalize this. You cannot take care of everyone. What you predict is inaccurate and only based on what you know. You cannot change anyone's behavior by changing yourself. These are useless acts that give you the perception that you are in control. Number three, remember all the energy that you are losing, all the energy that's seeping out that you do not have for yourself. Take inventory of your energy for a week. Write down how you used your energy. Did you use it to be present and invested in the moment? Were you trying to get someone to like you? Were you trying to decipher what they were thinking? Did you change your behavior to appease them? Were you trying to rescue them? Did you go out of your way to make them feel better? Did you let their energy impact you? Did you decipher their behavior? Did you let them articulate it? Think about all the actions you take that are not for your joy, happiness, peace, or understanding. What if you calculated that time? You would be spending hours, days, and years of your life living in two spaces, the present and in your mind. And that's exhausting. That double-minded living is an exhausting way to live. And that leads me to number four. It's time to admit that you are exhausted. When I realized how much energy I spent on others, I understood why I was always tired. Every day was a drag. I had to lug my body around all week and wait for the weekend to recharge. Or I'd hurry up and rush through life so I could get home to recharge. I was anxious, I was tired, and I was exhausted. Then I realized I didn't have to feel this way. I didn't have to wake up tired. I could wake up, be still, and be present in my life. I could make choices and decisions that would give me inspiration, that would give me joy, energy, and peace. I did not have to think about every possibility thought pattern, opinion, and belief from every person I met and mold myself to that. I could just stop and be preoccupied with one thing, and that is what I experience. Once I only preoccupied myself with my own experience, I expelled less energy on others. I focused on perceiving experiencing I got a jolt of energy that I had been trying to find with vitamins with vegetables and supplements I mean I tried every single thing to try and restore my energy but it was all mental I was losing mental energy and that caused my physical body to be tired 
Lastly, you have to learn how to patch up these holes. So I give you the imagery again. You have a life force. And when you think about others and you think about trying to change your behavior to appease others, think about a pin just being stuck into your energetic life force and which with each prick, you are releasing some energy that could be reserved for yourself. And that energy seeps out and it's something that you need to live. It's your thoughts your ideas, is your movement, your behavior, is your beliefs, all of that is leaving your body and you are replacing that with the thoughts of others. Imagine that. Now, think about that resource. Those thoughts are not great resources for yourself. They don't sustain you. They do not feed you. They do not. They are not nutritious. They do not make you feel better. Instead, they take away from you. So to stop it and to ensure that you are not unconsciously letting your energy out, you have to create internal boundaries, which I call just patches. You have to patch up those holes and they have to be your rules of engagement for yourself. You can't control what anybody else does, but you can control yourself. And those rules look like this. If they don't articulate their needs, I will not decipher their behavior. I am not responsible for their emotions. I will take up space, feel how I want to, and give my opinions. Because that is my right. I will not betray myself for someone else's comfort. I cannot predict what anyone is thinking, so I will stop doing that. I must prioritize myself in all interactions. I am the only one responsible for myself, and if I let that responsibility go, there will be no one else responsible for my health and my happiness. So take these ideas these thoughts and create your own rules of engagement and stick to them no matter how uncomfortable that may feel and how much other people are trying to manipulate you into changing your behavior to make them more comfortable. And on that note, you guys take care. Bye. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.